Hello, I'm Courtney Freeman. This is Conscious Cannabis. We're highlighting thought leaders in the cannabis industry and talking about conscious business practices. I'm going to turn to my guests. Would you please introduce yourself, ladies? I'll start with yes. you, Elaine. Absolutely. My name is Elaine Blanchet, and I'm the president of MyGene, curated products for wellness of women. Congratulations on your new role. Thank you. And Kara? Yes, I'm Kara Raffelli. I'm the co-founder of MyGene, and I'm the vice president of marketing for Manifest 7, which is the parent company of MyGene. We're very fortunate to have you here today. Thank you, ladies. Thank uh, you I think you're all going to be very excited to hear these stories. Uh, we have some valuable tips and tricks and sustaining <laughs> ourselves in the cannabis industry, uh, especially as a woman. And we're going to hear about some fabulous journeys, both in corporate backgrounds, but also uh, here in the cannabis industry. Uh, with that, I will ask you both if you would share a little bit about your background, how you came to be in cannabis. And we'll start with you, Elaine. My story is much shorter because I've been in the, in the industry now for eight weeks. Um, coming from a global corporate background, I was global vice president of Xerox and, um, and uh, been in the corporation world for 18 to 20 years. Started my career as a young entrepreneur a long time ago, but then joined Xerox and then, you know, also went to Asia. Uh, and uh, worked in Asia for 10 years, moved to California three years ago. Um, and, uh, and, and when I was in Asia, um, I had uh, you know, decided that I was going to, first of all, help women that are often uh, neglected or victim of human trafficking from a very young age uh, in, uh, in, that I had seen in Asia. And when I moved to the United States, um, I had also in mind that I wanted to be with uh, a smaller company that I could really make a difference and help women. I was already a mentor of um, Women Unlimited, so mentoring women to try to make them grow to their fullest potential as a leader. And uh, so to me, I was looking for an opportunity to be in a smaller environment where I can grow a business that will help women and that I will also be able to help women that are victim of human trafficking. So when the opportunity of coming to my Jane in the cannabis industry, which is first of all an industry in growth, which mm -hmm. was very attractive for me, yeah. and uh, for women, so my Jane being caring and curating for the wellness of women was already another tick the box for me. And the third one being that um, I could work with very talented women, uh, such as Kara and many of the women that we have uh, in uh, the Manifest 7 environment. Manifest 7 owns the My Jane uh, yes. company. And I'm thinking to myself while you're saying all this, way to manifest. <laughs> there might be something behind the brand name, you never know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so the first thing I did uh, when I became president of iGen is to link uh, our whole philosophy also to continue that philosophy of helping women further by linking it to a uh, charity. So each of our product boxes or, or curated boxes are linked to charities that help women. So the first Wonderful. collection is with International Sanctuary mm -hmm. that is helping women that are victim of human trafficking to really get back on their feet, providing, giving them jobs and education and care after they've lived that trauma. 
This is so important. And I feel like this topic is coming to light at this moment in time more so than ever in history. And I think that we are, as a global community, making some really strong gains towards potentially uh, eradicating it just through communication, raising awareness, mm. and giving women an opportunity to uh, seek help if they need it discreetly. Yeah. So thank you very much for that, that contribution. It's really beautiful. Thank you. And thanks um, to International Sanctuary yes, thank you for to what International they've done. Sanctuary. Yes, absolutely. So my background in cannabis, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have been in this industry for a few years. Um, started three years ago consulting in it, but I think like most people, I came to this for very personal reasons. You know, my background, career background first was I started my career as a journalist with the Orange County Register. Oh, um, Orange County! Yes, yes. Um, went on to uh, career in technology marketing and public relations. Um, started a consulting firm that helped to take companies from really the idea of cocktail napkin through acquisition. Okay, and so we, yeah, so we shepherded them on the marketing, sales, business development, scaling, consulting side, how to scale, pulling the pieces together. All of that's very informative and helped really um, bring me to the point where my Jane was going to be born. Um, you know, so much of the reason that we've all come together as women in this industry is because of very personal reasons. My husband almost passed away five years ago from acute autoimmune disorders. Mm. Uh, rapid onset. Doctors couldn't really define what was going on initially until we had a great diagnosis. But even after that, they wanted to place him on opioids. Do you think this mm. is uh, to do with endocannabinoid de uh, deficiency? We're still learning everything. Okay. You know, okay. certain everything with autoimmune disorders, there's just not enough information. Mm -hmm. Um, but what was shared with me was one doctor at UCLA literally passed me a piece of paper and said, call my guy. Oh, check okay. out cannabis. And that was for me, the understanding of, I'm in my early forties, career woman, you know, former journalist. I pretty much can find any kind of information I want. <laughs> oh, and, and it was not available to and me it was prior. Not, yes. And it was not available to me. And I thought, there has to be other women. This was five me. years ago. Now, the, so the, the origin of my Jane um, actually came together when I was um, invited to be a co-founder of it. And our, our whole idea was to take our background in technology and to then be able to use technology to um, bring together women in community platforms mm. um, and be able to also curate products. So finding out, yeah, so finding out, for example, so... Do you have trouble sleeping at night or do you have trouble falling, staying asleep at night? Those are different kinds of products that you might want to be taking. Mm -hmm. And so how do we, how do we really crowdsource all of the knowledge that we have as women, apply it to cannabis, apply it to expanding our knowledge of the plant and helping to normalize the cannabis experiences? Mm -hmm. As women, we're so interested in healing. We're so interested in finding solutions for our loved ones. Yes. Yes. That's really the heart of it. I mean, think about it. Women are the heart of families, yes. of communities, of businesses. And networks. We communicate with each other. You know, if there's a doctor we like, we want to give that That's recommendation. Right. We're very good with reference. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the study, so we, when we launched MyJane, we um, did a study of 42,000 women yeah. in Orange County, California, and Northern San Diego County, and just asked them those questions. Oh, what do you, what do you know about cannabis? Why do you use cannabis? Why do you not use it? If you did, what kind of conditions or experiences are you seeking? 
And do you know anyone that consumes cannabis? Yes. How are they related to you? How are they related to you? What is your impression of them? <laughs> right. You know, stereotypical <laughs> ideas. How can we get past this as well? And from that, it just really showed that women today want to be able to be informed to make the right health and wellness decisions for themselves and those they love. And we're frankly being retired of feeling like we're, we're caught in this gap in healthcare, in lifestyle, and in wellness. And it really brings the full force of what we do as women naturally, and that's what's being, being expanded in the cannabis industry. Well, you're making me think also just about prohibition and what has been robbed from us, what has been held secret which should have been made available to all. And so I think it's in that vein that we are doing such important work in communicating about these topics and sharing the information, providing safe products that people can yes. use, consume, and share and feel good about, and also uh, making it in, you know presentable in a way that women resonate with, they feel comfortable, mm. and uh, it's you know not something strange and, um, you know, uh, I think even women of religion oftentimes are a little bit concerned, even more so, uh, not as open to it. So how are we engaging with women that is, it's really about our health, mm -hmm. it's about the DNA and the genetics and the history of the human body and how we engage with cannabis. Um, these are such important topics. And yeah, it's about demystifying it, right? Yes. Because I mean, obviously, even when you, you talked about religion, religion are always painted cannabis as being a sin so it's hard for people that you know and we know that for instance the american people canadians very religious so when you hear that from your community it's hard after that to break that silence uh, about the cannabis industry and we know that the cannabis industry it's it's actually products that are made from a plant and a plant that has some beneficial you know components in it and and if we believe ginger can actually be good why not, you know, also believe that another plant or another mm -hmm. uh, would have those same, uh, same benefits and how does it react to our body? So it's about education. So it's all our mission to educate uh, the women and the public in general uh, on this. I think there's something even simpler about creating the culture where, um, you know, it is an emerging market, but more so it's about the fact that what has been hidden is coming to light. Yes. And we have the Absolutely. opportunity to shape, shape what it looks like. So, I mean, just, you know, on the surface, literally, the MyJane packaging is very beautiful. It's very engaging. Yeah. It's very feminine. Uh, it looks super professional, high design. Uh, and that's establishing, you know, this is what the new era of cannabis looks like. Yeah. Let me show you. Yeah. But what's <laughs> important exactly, is yeah. also to know that if it's in the MyGene box, it has been tested. It is a clean product. It has been also evaluated by the experiential advisors. It had been very carefully selected to be into a mm -hmm. uh, curated Which box. makes me think also with the curation that you are introducing brands that deserve the exposure, yes. that are wonderful to work with, and that care about the community and these values mm -hmm. that you hold so dear. Yeah, that's right. And that's really important with the brands because um, from the start, we wanted to work with companies that not only respected women, but were had commitments to have female leadership, either Ooh, a female-owned brand, great. you yes. know, something that was beyond just the purchase of a product to help strengthen communities, really. 
And um, you know, so when we were acquired, when MyGene was acquired by Manifest 7 in January, it really opened us up to being able part of a bigger ecosystem throughout all of California. Yeah. So our retail, our retail experience is through Whedon, and um, we're able now to be able to look at the brands that are also in Whedon but could be in MyGene or on the THC side. You know, or on the CBD. Yeah, and conscious hemp C um, CBD yeah. companies. So it's not just a matter of a, a product of evaluation of is this good or is this bad, is this, are you contributing to the communities, are you uplifting women, yep. are you providing education? And that's what we have the, the power of consumers to be able to uplift the world through mm -hmm. our, our decision making, but also businesses have the responsibility to not simply look at um, the balance sheet or a P&L, mm -hmm. but think about the total impact and the contributions the on the world. The social responsibility yeah. of it. And I think that uh, you're positioning yourselves well, uh, your trajectory is global, you have your CBD products as well that can mm -hmm. have a, um, a yes. wider reach. And uh, I, I think that you've made it fun too. I really like the uh, time to pause with the pet integration. Uh, so I think there's an opportunity to reach a wider audience there. This is a really great expansion for you. Yeah, because yeah, think about pets are family. They're children too. So why wouldn't we be focusing just as much on their wellness as part of our family as we would yeah. our sisters or our mothers or ourselves? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even like, for instance, our romance box that we're coming oh, out to the market for the St. Valentine's Day. Just time for me day. Is actually... <laughs> it's for women, but it, the, the, the target market is men because it's, it's, a, oh, it's a box that is actually selected by women. The, the jewelry that's inside is made by a survivor of human trafficking. Okay. It's made for women. It's beautiful. It's in gold. And it is all selected by women for a beautiful night of passion okay. and the gift included. So, Really, it's the no-brainer kind of a, a St. Valentine. So, although it is for women, the target market would be the men. Yes, that's okay, it. great. So, you know what I love about this idea that Helen had, too, with this, <laughs> this romance box, this passion box is, so much about what we do is demystifying not only cannabis, yeah. but what about demystifying intimacy? Giving, mm, yeah. giving couples yes. and individuals the opportunity to maybe broach a subject that's a little bit sensitive or they're not sure yeah. how to even talk about it, yeah. well, you can talk about this box, you can talk yes. about cannabis products, and it opens up so much more because sexuality is part of a healthy life. That's well, right. Well, you're just bringing up, if we may segue into <laughs> okay. part three, which is talking about trends, and I think yeah. you've hit on two very important concepts. So, um, cannabis uh, with sleep is very important. Sleep is an issue that is facing many, many, many Americans, if not Absolutely. people around the world. Um, and you mentioned, you know, one of the biggest issues is not only getting to sleep, but sleep, staying asleep. Yep. So uh, looking at how to do that. Um, and then um, I personally, I call it the cannabis blanket. So if, if those of you who don't know, uh, cannabis is wonderful for sleep. <laughs> yes. I don't have issues sleeping um, in emotional times or times of great distress in my life. I found that where I had difficulty sleeping because of that as a result, cannabis was very helpful at that time. And um, then also uh, cannabis and sexuality. I mean, that's something that yeah. is very dear to women. Women sometimes have pain with intercourse and being able to just relax. Some women have difficulty relaxing and that affects climax. So being able to offer those products and again, that comfort. To let go, and, remove yeah. the edge, right? Yeah. So what are you seeing in terms of trends for the industry? I've seen uh, in the short period that I've been uh, in the industry, I've already seen some changes. So changes, first of all, in the adoption and then the awareness that people have. It seems that because 
you know, you know a friend or you know your sister that has used it, suddenly it's it's already mm -hmm. no longer a taboo. So that's the first trend that out I see. Stigma. That it, yeah. Ex yeah, out of the stigma. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> out of the stigma. The second uh, thing that I've seen uh, a lot lately, and particularly during the MJ Biscon, you could see trends, right? You could see what's coming. I think that cosmetic and beauty is really embarking on to uh, the wagon of the cannabis industry. They really, there's a lot of products that are cosmetic that are being developed. So that's one thing that I've seen also that's uh, that's really trendy. This is uh, one of my skincare topics. We have a skincare line. Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. Skincare line, CBD yeah. is fantastic for our skin. It's a great antioxidant. Mm -hmm. yeah. So many benefits. Yeah, that's right. And we see a lot more products on the market, a lot more trends. Uh, that uh, way. Yeah. Our lip balm. Mm -hmm. My lips have never felt softer. Yes, it's that's true. Small amount of CBD, and it's just incredible. I, I agree. Feel like so, so grateful. I well, I will get you some. Thank you. Yes. Thank awesome. you. I agree. Love lip primer. Priming your your lips for love. Okay. Oh, oh, I love it. Well, well, it should be in the romance box. It should be in the romance box. Yeah, we can talk about that next. Um, there's another trend that I think is really fascinating and I'm really encouraged by. Um, that study that I referenced that we did was last oh, summer. Oh, yes, so, you want to hear yeah, it? Yeah, so it was, it was 2018. Just fast forward a little bit more than a year, um, and women's attitudes, new users, new consumers, yes. attitudes towards the type of products that they want to be able to try. Mm. When we did our study, um, and again, these were all women that were relatively new to cannabis or kind of curious, they're hesitant about vaping or flour and didn't want to embark on that. And they also only wanted low dose. Uh -huh. yeah. What we're seeing now is the new consumer is being far more adventurous far more comfortable. So we're seeing a rise also in requests for flour, for baby. So there was a taboo around yeah, the smoking, but the source of the data. For, so for our, our yeah. audience. It was an independent third party. We had a market research firm actually conducted. It was statistically significant. 42,000 women in Orange County and North San Diego County. Wonderful. And so we had great um, diversity with income and ethnicities yeah. of single, of uh, sexuality, and everything. Uh -huh. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that was probably one of the biggest trends is that, um, from our study, that women's acceptance and understanding of where we can go with these products, it, it's the taboos are falling away just in a year and a half. And, That's um, right. you know, the women in our study who were saying, no, I, I'm hesitant, um, smoking brings up, you know, bad connotations for me, are now understanding that we can we can take that out of the category of, you know, the evils of a tobacco product, or what will my girlfriends or someone else in my life think about it, to something of, no. I, I want to use this product or, you know, I tried it at one isn't really for me. I want to be able to use the edibles or a tincture and just the understanding that there's so many other form factors or ways to consume to still get the power of that plant. Um, it's just part of the evolution of the power of, of consumer choice. Well, I think there's something we said, I'm sorry, just uh, in terms of the consumption by a, mm -hmm. you know, this application of smoking, it's a very quick onset, whereas if you take an oral, yeah. very often there's a time lapse. Um, so when you smoke, it's very quick. It's good. It's um, quicker response. We've, we've advanced with bioavailability, but uh, it's also worth noting that when you consume flour, Cannabis is intercarcinogenic, so uh, in the if, if it is quality grown, no pesticides or low pesticides, mm -hmm. that's something closer to the natural state, and uh, any kind of risk of cancer is diminished, in my opinion. Defer to your own medical mm -hmm. practice, doctors, um, research, 
but I think it's worth noting, uh, especially for those who are concerned about tobacco, tobacco had, the, the commercial tobacco had hundreds of ingredients besides tobacco, and Native Americans had used tobacco as an yes. offering. Yes. It wasn't something to be consumed all the time. They felt that it was an ex, uh, it would expectorant. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the use, the way you're applying, if you're smoking all day, that may not be best for your health. Mm-hmm. If you're doing, you know, in moderation or taking it when you have some sort of pain because you need that very quick onset, it can make sense for you. So it's good for everyone to be open to what the different mm-hmm. applications are. Yeah, <laughs> you just mentioned medical, and uh, that's another trend that I see very much. Okay. Is, and more and more, you see a very big trend of doctors adopting it. I think in terms of, I mean, if we're speaking about women, um, and just, uh, I think there's an aspect of motherhood there. And with autism, uh, there's mm-hmm. been some really wonderful benefits in terms of cannabis consumption yes. and um, ver- being verbal after cannabis consumption and hearing mothers hearing their children tell them they love them for the first time or fathers hearing that. And that, to me, I think is one of the most remarkable aspects of yeah. cannabis medicine that has really been a swing factor for a number of uh, medical mm-hmm. physicians, doctors. And, uh, and adopting uh, a new approach. And I just, going back to prohibition, we've been restricted here in the United States from doing the research. Yes, I know. Why, why are we being restricted from doing research? You know, um, and even yeah, before prohibition, uh, there, was, there was research happening behind cannabis. Mm-hmm. The American Medical Association said, please do not make cannabis illegal or schedule it because we won't be able to do the research and we don't know. We just, there's so much we don't know. Yeah, but and Israel has been very good. In oh yeah, the last 15 years. Amazing, fantastic. amazing research coming out of Israel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so beautiful to uh, just see how they're breaking down the different profiles of terpenes and flavonoids That's and right. identifying what the the combinations are, these combinations that are combinations that are going to create uh, you know, targeted targeted medical That's solutions. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it's really laser focused almost. And they're the ones also that extracted the CBN because mm-hmm. that yes. was a component mm-hmm. that we didn't know that was in the plan, right. right? So it's, uh, yes, there's a lot going on and that's really good. What I think is so exciting right now is we're seeing a convergence of so many trends that are, are, are coming together of, as a whole, we in a society, we're looking for ways to become healthier, to rely less on processed foods, to rely yeah. less on things that are of just simply of convenience. Or synthetic drugs. And right? synthetic drugs mm-hmm. that are going to... Um, that are know, devastating right devastating. now. They, they might you know, provide they, mm-hmm. immediate relief, but so they're yeah. certainly not the long term. And so really, cannabis fits into that yeah. overall trend as well. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the trafficking and the attention of trafficking and, and that story, or just the abuse, uh, abuse of women um, coming to light, getting a lot of attention this time, yeah. and um, injustice being served in some ways. Um, and I think it's uh, it's also affecting us in terms of plant medicine and how we're adopting plant medicine and a return to nature in terms of um, what we're consuming and how, you know, looking more deeply at what nature's resources are in terms of finding solutions for our health. Um, I think self-healing is something that uh, a lot of people don't know that they can focus on. And plant medicine plays a great part in that and listening to the plant, identifying, you know, what your needs are. Mm -hmm. So um, there's, there's a great new era for us on so many levels. Yeah. And I think that that's what at MyJane we're trying to also help customers step into it with the variety of products in the box that are all in the sample, mm-hmm. experiential size, 
so that they can actually test multiple ways of you know sometimes combining products together or which one they like the most so that they can after go and select the ones they really like that they really interacted well with because it's really personal but it takes it takes conversations like this and you've been at the forefront of yes. helping women and others to understand the power of this and just opening up conversations that's right so you have to, so you know i think one of the biggest trends also is um Helen's a good example of this, of um, executives and others, women yeah. entrepreneurs coming into this field because they say, I can make a difference. Yeah. And it is the culmination of what we wanted to do personally and professionally and change the world. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you here. for having us. Uh, we're here at MG BizCon. We had Women Wednesday last night. Yes. Hundreds of women came together, and <laughs> we were very fortunate to have my Jamie a part of this. Um, I think this is a great time. We can ask the ladies how we can get in touch with them, how can we learn more about MyGene and the initiatives that you all are supporting. Well, mygene.com is the best way to actually contact us. And, uh, and uh, yes, we have a lot of new pro products or, or curation that we're doing all through the year. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, putting to market some really helpful curation for seniors, for um, women, uh, and uh, for... Um, Fun too. Yeah, great. <laughs> and follow us on social media. Um, yeah. Our handle is MyJaneSocial on all of your favorite social media channels. Um, also, DM us if you have any questions or mm -hmm. some products that you want us to evaluate Ooh, and think okay. about uh, themes for next year, any of that. Fun. And then um, connect with me too. I'm just at Kara Ruffelli. And you, what's your handle on Instagram? Uh, on Instagram, we are at my, my yeah, but, social. But, your, but yours is your first name underscore last yeah, name. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yes, mine is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do you spell your last name? Would you like to tell everybody? Sure. It's C A R A is my first name, Kara, and my last name is Raffelli. R A F F E L E. Is that Italian? It is Italian. My husband would be very proud to, to know that you got in his Italian roots. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. I really Thank appreciate you, it. Courtney. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. With you. Thank you all for listening. This is Courtney Freeman, Conscious Cannabis. You can find this and more episodes at ConsciousCannabis.com. C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.